Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. Welcome back to the next live edition of the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and the Jets are six and three. Shocking the football world, beating the Buffalo Bills 20 to 17, coming down again from 14-3. Wayno. What did you think of the game plan, Zach Wilson, all of it? Oh, lots to talk about. Obviously, the biggest thing is, you know, this is a statement win for them. Uh, they are indeed uh, a different team this year, potentially yeah. a playoff team. Uh, and there's a lot of great performances across the board, but certainly uh, we're going to talk about the defense. Genius is outstanding with Zach. He played a much better game and part of the reason they won. Yeah, Wilson, everything was in structure, right? LaFleur called a great game, a lot of screens. And then when they had to pound the ball, they ground and pounded it late in the fourth quarter. I mean, how impressive was that drive? Yeah. Um, You know, you look at it and you're hoping they can put a long drive together and hopefully end on the field. Uh, And they needed, they did exactly what they needed to do, which is run the ball. The run pass ratio is much better than last week, but when you can run the ball at will and they know it's coming, uh, that's how you win ball games. Yeah, and the floor, he's taking a lot of heat from Jets fans. I don't know why. I think he's done a tremendous job. Uh, Zach Wilson, too. But the really good sign to me was Wilson early. He looked comfortable. And that deep shot to Mims, one-on-one down the sideline, when he made that throw, I, I said to myself, okay, he's stretching the field. He's taking what the defense has given him. You know, that one-on-one shot, that's what you want in the NFL. And, and taking that shot, Mims almost had it. It, it was a good sign to me early. Yeah, that's what you want to stretch the field early just to keep them honest. Uh, and maybe you get a pass interference. Yeah, that obviously happens a lot. Happens to us a lot. But, uh, yeah, they mixed it up. Um, I think I saw that Zach Wilson's uh, release was 2.3 seconds, which was the fastest of his career, as opposed to 3.2 seconds uh, so far this year. So uh, they put it in Zach's hands, but, you know, high percentage throws, and that got the running in the play-action game going. So, great job by uh, LaFleur. Yeah, and the defense. How about the defense? Sauce, he got beat, or as the kids would say, cooked on one play by Stephon Diggs. Hey, listen, it happens in the NFL. Even shutdown corners today are not going to be perfect. They're going to give up plays here and there. But, you know, as bad as that mistake was, it's just one mistake. This guy has been an all pro this year. He's that good. And if I'm picking one corner to start my team, I don't care if he's a rookie. I'm taking this guy. He's just been that dominant. Yeah, he is not playing like a rookie. Uh, he's a phenomenal player. Um, like I said, on that last that last play, it's just the way he hand fights and his technique. Um, that he's not getting called for pass interference. They're allowing that. And uh, he knows how to do it. He knows how to yeah. the ball. 
and uh, all the rookies. This 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 draft class is is phenomenal. Joe Douglas and Coach Sal did a great job. Yeah, sauce to your point, folks. This is an art to hand fighting, as Wayne put it. This is an art to committing defensive pass interference without getting called for it. it right. Like if the, if the receiver pushes off so often and they get away with it, but if they make contact first, you as a corner or a cover guy, you're allowed to do some stuff back. You just right. have to know what position to be in and when to do it. Yeah. You, um, you know, you get, you can't extend the arm. You can't grab it. You can't extend the arm, um, on, you know, offense or, or defense side of it. Like I said, he just, he's playing like a savvy vet and, and you can't forget about Reed on the other side. They're probably, yeah, the best, if not the best, uh, duos there is right now in the league. Yeah. Reed's been tremendous. Whitehead got that pick too. A couple of, you know, tough plays tough throws by Josh Allen uh that whitehead one earlier that was a boneheaded throw but watching the play maybe I can pull it up but watching the play whitehead it was a play action and he was with the linebackers in the box and he got sucked in a little bit but the way he recovered into his flat to curl zone was tremendous so yeah. him him putting himself in that position was uh, an unreal job yeah whatever Josh Allen saw uh, like I said they're kind of like Saul's so kind of baited him into that that second pick um, they're mixing it up and uh, joking with uh, Lavernius and uh, he said they're playing like the Chicago 85 Bears. And listen, they're they're outstanding. If, if they're only giving up 17 points to the best offense in the league, uh, arguably, then they're going to be in every game on a, this at that point. It's just not making silly mistakes uh, and allowing the defense, the defense to do what they do. Think about this defense versus Rex's defense, right? Uh, I was having this conversation earlier with someone. This defense is much better because I, I know they still have a ways to go, but Rex had to manufacture a pass rush. He had to blitz like crazy and scheme up and cook up different concepts. Yeah. And sometimes the NFL caught up with them and then he had to readjust, go back to the drawing board. This defense doesn't need to blitz. It's not in its DNA. They just get after it one-on-one, four-man rush up front. They have that talent. Yeah, that was the big argument. Weeks back, Quinn Williams and the D coordinator tell yep. them to stop blitzing, uh, let the front four, you know, put them on pressure. And with them doing that, allows to drop another guy in coverage, uh, which is huge. Uh, Quinn Williams, he's he's playing like a, you know first team All Pro mm-hmm. lineman, uh, mostly in the middle. You know, Quincy Williams. I love Quan uh, Alexander. Yeah, Franklin Myers. You know, they're all getting in on the act, and uh, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough the rest of the way. Yeah, here, here's the whitehead pick. Here he is. I mean, in the box. It, great play action that gets him sucked down a little bit. I forget yeah. what down it was. I think it was second. Single high. I mean, the Jets are really – you're in the red zone, so you're going to play a lot of single high more often than not. But they're more of a two-deep team at times. Joyner even comes up to play man situations. He had a good uh, PD against a tight end or a running back. I forget who it was on a wheel route later. But – there's Whitehead gets sucked down and he just the ability to rebound right there and put yourself yeah. in that position. Yeah. That's what got it done. Yeah. When Zach came out, when uh, Josh Allen came out of his role, he didn't see him. I think no. he already predetermined he was going to throw it. Uh, and that's the beauty. Right here. Yeah. Right here. He, the quarterback's thinking, I got him sucked in. The second yeah. level is sucked in and they're not going to be there. That's yeah. what got, got it done. I mean, seriously, honestly. Yeah, he was hidden behind the defensive lineman. Uh, and it's just plays like that. 
plays like that to change momentum. And let me tell you, the crowd, I was there with my dad, and yeah. the crowd was phenomenal. They were so loud. They stayed loud. Uh, and I said there's a, always a nervous feeling until the clock hits triple zero. But when it did, and they started playing that Sweet Caroline song, uh, I haven't heard like that in a while. Yeah, I met my friend, him and his son, and a couple other people in their Papa Winter League went to the game, and I met them, played a little cornhole before the game, but walking through the parking lot trying to find them, it was raucous in the parking lot compared to most games. And it, it surprised me a little bit based on last home game with the Pats, but the fans really came with the energy. This yeah, week. yeah, and you know what's tough is there was a big majority of, uh, you know, blue and red in the there was. There fans, was. the Buffalo fans, to the point where – when I was watching from inside for a little bit, I couldn't tell because of the light on the TV what happened if it was for us or against us. But, uh, you know, Jet fans rose to the occasion, got the crowd into it, and, you know, helped with defense on that last drive. Yeah, that even more to the credit to the Jets fans because there were a lot of Bills fans in the stadium. Hey, they're local. They could drive there. So the fact that they were that loud, you know, tip of the cap to the Jets fans. Here's the sauce pick. Double A gap show, just a zone. He just sunk off there. Yeah, he he sunk off. He was in a uh, yeah double A gap, too deep. Which this is their DNA, folks. Uh, Whitehead can mix it up in the box, no question about it. He's a good tackler, but they're a too deep. You know, playoff type team. What is this? Uh, cover six, maybe because you got quarter, quarter half, and then Sauce is in the flat to curl. Lets his guy go. It's just it's great coverage. Great call by Albrick as well. Yeah. Where you see that safety coming over the top, mm-hmm. that allows uh, Sauce to to gamble. But again, just getting lost in coverage there, and and Sauce basically baiting him into that. Yeah. Uh, and, and on this return here, this is a this is a fumble a lot of times when they, when DBs running it in, yeah. they're not used to uh, running with the ball. This receiver comes back. It's almost a strip play right here. That happens a yes. lot. And he held on to it, and um, big changing uh changing point in the game. Yeah, they're not uh, – the Bills, on the other hand, without Poyer, they couldn't do it much. Without Milano, they couldn't do it much. But they disguise defenses like crazy, where the guys are running all over the place. Yeah. Just disguise defenses, but in a subtle manner. You know, like yeah. right now you got press, press, but just one of them stays hard. The other goes deep. Right. So it's more subtle. So I, I kind of like the way they play it. You know, it, it's disguised, but it's subtle. Yeah. And there was sauce. Yeah, it's, uh, and, they're doing a great job. Uh, yeah, I thought see. he was going to return. It's from my angle at first. I thought he was going to score, but yeah, whoever caught him from behind yeah. got him there. Um, you want to get to some questions? Yeah, what do we got? Uh, oh, I saw a super chat here. Yeah. Uh, M. Kamal, thank you very much for the super chat. Wayne, thanks for the memories. All Jets Nation knows you were a gamer. Very true. So happy to see this team win and silence the morons. Ooh, we those morons in there. In JD and Salah, we trust. Hope they can open up the pass game. Go Jets. Yeah, that would be a big – imagine Zach Wilson it figures it out and it just clicks for him how dangerous they would actually be with that. Yeah, appreciate the compliment. Hopefully gave you everybody a lot of memories. Uh, it says in JD and Salah, we trust. Yes, they have done a phenomenal job, and I said it this week. Everything changed in the Jets organization when Salah got paired up with Joe Douglas. Yeah. Just, just the last two drafts in free agency, but what he's done in the trades. But just this draft this year, you know, we got Sauce and Garrett Wilson and uh, Jermaine Johnson had a tremendous sack against a guy that doesn't go down on one from one defender. That was a uh, real play. 
Reese Williams has a big future. Last year, Vera Tucker, Zach Wilson, Elijah Moore, the two Michael Carters. I mean, it's it's endless. I mean, this is not, like I said, this is not the same old Jets. This is a whole different era of Jets football. Yeah, that Jermaine Johnson play was unreal because it was in a huge spot. We'll play it right here real quick. Here he is in the edge. Huge spot. Play action. He even gets, they even try to crack him. Yeah. They even try to crack him. Crack a release, I guess you want to call it. And he's disciplined enough to stay on the edge. I mean, that's that's a huge play by a rookie. Yeah, look, look how much running room Josh yeah. Allen. But listen, no one's taking this guy down. They, we had two, three guys on these QB sneaks, and they couldn't get him down. He just uh, great defensive play in space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe a lot of people aren't thinking about this, but this was a massive play for for a negative play in that that time of the game. Huge play. And at this point, where where you freeze frame it here, a lot of young edges would already be down the line. Yeah, would already be down the line, sniffing the run out here. Uh, because of the movement with the O line, there, this is an extravagant play action. You, you know, you move the guys around, really try to sell the run. Let's see it again. It's yeah. his job to set the edge, and he did that. Yeah, they, they pulled the left guard out there just a little bit, and just discipline to set the edge. Incredible yeah. discipline. Right, let's go to some more questions. All right, what do we got? When man fell on the opening kickoff, I was ready for same old Jets. The boys showed us something here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was that was an interesting uh, first play of the game. But and get listen, I get another thing: getting down fourteen three. This team is never out of the game. We were three and forty in the last whatever games when we we're down double digits, and we already have three wins down double digits. Wow. And we are the leading plus positive negative uh, scoring team in the fourth quarter this year. It's nice to see if we can get going early, but at least we know that we can come back and even with our brand of uh, offensive system uh, that we're always in it. There's always a defense, you know, holes is that 17 point uh, seems to be the golden number. Yeah, that's an incredible stat. And again, culture, you know, Fans raise their eyebrow at the culture thing, but it really does make a difference. When when your best players, AVT, I know he's hurt, but AVT, Brace, Sauce, they are football players, they are leaders, they are genuine football guys who, who lead by example. It's huge. And they have those guys. They have an incredible number of those guys. Garrett Wilson, too. Yeah, this is this is funny. Uh, I want to make sure I, I say that by Paul, Boy Green, Hey Wayne, I uh, have better given uh, a ton of shit to LC for that take. Also, make sure next time you don't say you're right to that take. Just what did he say? He said the only way we're going to win last week's podcast is if the the Bills bus breaks down. Oh. <laughs> Listen, me and him do our thing. That's that Florida State trash talking right there. Right? He does his thing. And, like, I'm the good cop. He's the bad cop. You know, yeah. I'm the true believer. He's the skeptic. And I'm like, always arguing with him. And, and the funny thing is we argue with smiles on our faces. But yeah. I'm, I'm a true believer, man. I feel like they have a chance every year, every game. Uh, you know, sometimes I got to let LC have his, have his way. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't feel that way going into it. I think based on the talent and the athleticism we have now uh, and this kind of Jets team, I think we always have a chance. Yeah, that's, uh, that's that Florida. Yeah, I did Boston. I started off by saying 
you know, I, I do more than one podcast, but obviously, you know, this is this is my main thing. Um, and I say, you know, Elsie, I have, a, I have a question. You know, I'm in a situation where I had a friend of mine say that the Jets can only win if the bus or bus breaks down. I was like, how would like how do how would you handle that? What do what do you think? And he's laughing, but uh, yeah. he backed up a little on it. But we were at a game together. We're huge. We're huge Jets. Oh yeah. Oh, it's exactly. just it's just out of fun. Nah, everyone. That's just a poke. No one no one takes it seriously. I mean, listen. Some of the fans do. I can see the comments, but. I- I do a pregame article every week, okay? Yeah. And I do the pre-score or pre-game prediction score-wise, and I've only gotten one wrong so far this year, with, which is abnormal. I'm always yeah. wrong with these things, and I picked the Bills to win before this week. So, hey, don't feel bad. Very few people. I think Joe Namath was the only person who actually, and of course, it's Joe Namath, came out and said the Jets will win this game. So don't feel bad. This is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, listen, you, you know, you got to understand what you're getting into. No one expects us to win. Every time we win, you look at the experts' picks and zero, I mean, zero people zero. Pick, pick us. But we're six and three, man. Last week I was saying, listen, we're still in a good position. We're having a great year. Yeah. But this was a statement when to say this is not the same old Jets. And I said this on the other show. Um, I was sick, you know, at this time, always, you know, they had the brown paper bags on, JTF, that's just end of the season. I was sick of that stuff, man. And it, it, there's none of that. There's no just end season. There's no, hey, who are we going to draft in the top three picks? We're not We're not in that territory anymore. It's changed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, I, I picked the Pats to beat the Jets only because, not because of Belichick, not because of the Pats, but only because of AVT and Brees losing those two. I thought it would take – some time to adjust without them too. So this win against Buffalo, I don't care the injuries Buffalo had. It was impressive to me considering that. We got injuries too. Exactly. It's the NFL. It's football. Listen, we 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 played against some backup quarterbacks. I understand that. And some subs. We beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I don't care what you say about their team. And and we beat Josh Allen. Yep. Arguably the one best offense and defense, most complete team. Not only in the AFC, but in the league. And we're one, we're a half game out of first place in the AFC East right now. A question for Wayne. What do you attribute Wilson's better game to? Number one, Mike LaFleur's change in game plan, quick short passes, Zach just playing better, smarter, or Buffalo playing too high instead of one? No. Buffalo, listen, Buffalo played their their A game. They didn't give up many big plays, but it's just the ability to him to use his legs. You know, when he rolls out sometimes. He he feels like he has to make a play or force it. And this week, I'm like, just tuck it and run. And he did that multiple times, um, you know, and it, to the point where at the end, I was like, he's got it. I, you know, I wasn't expecting like him just don't mess up. I, I trusted that he was going to do the right thing. Um, and, and, you know, he had them, some throws that got away from him. But uh, that third mm-hmm. ends inside the, the 20 to get mm-hmm. the first down. That was Mims' best catch as a Jet and, and Zach Morris' uh, shining moment uh, in that game. Uh, there's, there's a hierarchy to his development. Yeah. And the first thing we needed to see was him staying in structure and not going to the chaos, which is Tarkenton scrambling all around, which right. is doing all that stuff. And I thought it was just him not trusting himself, being too careful, which then led to chaos, which then led to mistakes. So I felt like he trusted himself more. He trusted his reads, and that's the first step. Like I said, LaFleur 
set him up in a situation where he is getting rid of the ball a second mm. faster than previous. That is massive help for a, for an offensive line that been tough. But look at this. You know, I, I gave my grade a B plus for the offense. Just, you know, they didn't get it going as much as possible. But an A plus on that last drive. They ran yeah. it down their throats and Buffalo knew it was coming. And uh, when you could sit on the ball and keep Josh Allen off the field in a tie game and give him a, the ball essentially with less than a minute back and no timeouts, you can be in every game uh, if Zach plays that way. He's play, he played tremendous this week. If you can run it down a defense's throw, a good defense's throw, when they know you're running, that's not an easy feat. Like That is very tough in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Wilder says, Wayne, I met you a bunch of times in person. You did a 40th birthday cameo for me this past February. Do you remember that one or not Not so much with Matthew Wilder? You know, I've done, I, I was talking about that. Uh, I've done 800 cameos in the last two years. And, and I love it. Most, I see some people do like 20 second clips. Happy birthday. I'll do like a minute. I'm up to a minute and a half. I talk this and that. And uh, I was funny. I did one yesterday. It was the first time someone asked me, can you please tell uh, who the cameo is for and, and list your four favorite cheeses? And I'm <laughs> like, what is that? You know, I've done birth announcements like, hey, congratulations. You're having a, a yeah. baby boy and wedding and that's right. But I was like, that's funny. But hey, I, I'm glad uh, they like the cameo. Uh, keep them coming. What were the cheeses? Do you remember? No, I wrote it down, so I wouldn't forget. I'm sure I went with everything that's on a pizza. <laughs> uh, Paul Esden, I know, I know you, Esden. I see you. What are revised expectations after beating the Bills? Playoffs? Question mark. Is AFC East suddenly at play? I mean, yeah, absolutely. What do you think, Wayne? Yeah, listen. You know, it's going to be tough going to Buffalo, and they're going to be pissed and full of piss and vinegar to to come in and to show us that they're the the big dog in the AFC East, but. I think we could beat New England. I think we could beat Miami again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got some winnable games. We got some tough ones. But uh, I think we could win the majority of our games. And I don't care who we're up against. If if, we're, if we play that, you know, Zach, no interceptions, five, six sacks, you know, Ben, but don't break, 20, 17 points or less. There's no reason we can't win at least 10 games and be in the playoffs. And you never know if you win the East. And then Josh Allen's hurt. We don't know what's going on with his shoulder. Did you hear about this? At first, they feared Tommy John. Who? Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. They're, they're, they're hoping he could play through it. it. Commenters, if you guys have heard anything, I have not been in the mix on Josh Allen. Uh, let us know uh, how severe it is. Uh, no one knows yet right now, I don't think. If it's really severe and they're just trying to play through it. Uh, but if it's really severe, man, Bryce Huff in that last drive, that play, yeah. really drastically altered the course of the NFL or in the AFC playoffs this year, if it's serious. Yeah, that is a big play. Another good pickup that they made. Um, I just went David Goldsmith. I picked the Jets to go 10-7 and seven before the season based on JD's offseason. Now I think 12 wins in the division. Listen, 12 wins would be phenomenal. But I wanted to bring this up. If you thought they're going to go 10-7, and seven, you would have made a lot of money because they're overrun. Their Vegas was four and a half games. Uh, yeah. Blowing that away. Yeah. So I'm just going to scroll through some of these. Uh... I got one more too. Uh, M. Kamal again, super chat. 
Next half, Jets can make a little run, and if they control the clock, this defense can disrupt the finesse teams out there. What do you think about the Pats game after the bye? Can't wait. Jets can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a big game in Foxborough. I see some questions about the bye. Yeah, it, it, it's, some coaches are different. We'll have you come in, uh, do a shakeout practice, watch the film, get a little run, and, and then a couple of days off. And then sometimes, you know, you get straight right to like Thursday off different ways to handle it, but it's the chance to recharge, you know, spend some time with your family, decompress, um, but you can't use it as a vacation. You know, you can't do that, but you self-scout during the, during the bye week. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to take a long, hard look at the Patriots game and see what they did to uh, confuse Zach and, and hopefully change the game plan. So, this is a good game to have a bye before um, going to New England. For sure. And I'll tell you what, that Patriots tape where they lost, they were the better team. Uh, the Patriots just outfoxed them in a lot of ways. Just got scrappy yards, uh, yak to get first down. Uh, so I felt like they were the better team, even against Baltimore week one. I felt like they were the better team overall. It was just some big plays given up. So, yeah, they're going to go to the tape this week. Uh, as and again, Josh Allen had a UCL injury rookie year. That forced him to miss some games. Unsure if that is related waiting for more results apparently yeah it's it's a big thing it's a big question right now yeah well <laughs> hopefully he's all right except for when we go up there to play him <laughs> i don't wish her uh you know hurt on anybody but hey, you need all the breaks you can get you know the political answer from number 80 <laughs> there you go jim batista wayne and robbie on twitter the bills fans have been whining about that big last play are they no longer calling face guard? It's not face guard, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's good defense. Um, you know, it was a great throw, but hey, listen, we've gotten the worst officiating this year and over the course of history, even in in, uh, in home games, uh, we're, we're due to get a you know a non call. They shouldn't have been called face guard. You know what I mean? I, I, just, I that's, don't. That's whiny fans, whiny Buffalo fans. I'll say this from watching it live, maybe on TV. I don't know. I didn't see the broadcast yet, but watching it from the stadium, I can understand if you thought, Hey, maybe a flag's going to get thrown here in real time. But when you watch the replay, I don't think a flag should have gotten thrown. I think they got it right because sauce only made contact in the right spots. When the weapon, the receiver was making contact first in terms of face guarding, there's no such thing as face guarding. It's only, if you're making contact and impeding the weapon, you don't have to look at the ball. As long as you're not making contact and, and impeding the weapon, that's fine. Your eyes don't have to be on the ball. Boom. The receiver initiated the contact. Right. And he just, you know, they're allowed to have some kind of contact. You can't, like, you know, possible to run full speed and, like, mirror someone, like a magnet they don't touch. I mean, this is the NFL. You're allowed to, like, do that. You can't grab... They can't extend your arm. It is what it is. And I'm glad in a game with the Jets that it wasn't controlled. The outcome wasn't controlled by officiating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe we're getting the benefit of the doubt now. I and They didn't give him a pass def- or pass defense on that play, which surprises me. I just found it. Um, yeah, let's watch it really quickly. Get your, get your questions in. we got five minutes left, everybody. So get your questions in for Wayne. Uh, here we go. Here it is. Let's start it from the beginning. Yep. Desperation throw. Allen has already banged up playing the sticks. There goes sauce quarters. 
yep, quarters D. If I'm coaching Sauce, I'm not liking what he just did there in that situation. But hey, at Sauce Gardner, he could recover easily. Yeah, that's not a flag. That's not a flag. That's not a flag. Here, here's mean, was going to say with, with Sauce. I did an appearance um, pregame towards the beginning of the first quarter, and um, so I missed the uh, the man kickoff when he slipped. And then when I got out of the elevator, I saw they were on like our 20-yard line, 15-yard line. And I saw Lavernius. I'm like, what happened? He's like, Stefan Diggs, man. Oh, man. Yeah. And he, so, listen, he got his first taste of Stefan Diggs, the best route runner in the NFL. He probably is. He, you know, top three receiver. And he had a big first half, uh, Diggs, and he caught zero passes yep. in the second half. And Sauce made an interception, made this play. So, if you look at this, Sauce Gardner won that matchup and the whole defensive secondary did a hell of a job in the second half. Yeah. Uh, watch Gabe Davis's right hand here. He puts his right hand out first. I, I wish we could zoom in. I, people probably can't see this well. But Gabe Davis, he, he puts his hand out first. And again, again, he puts his hand out yeah. and pushes him. So it doesn't matter if his eyes aren't back at the ball. The offensive player initiated the most contact. That's yeah. the key. Contact doesn't automatically mean flag on the defense. It's who initiates the contact. Yeah, I see someone said um, about you know with, with, with what they did to us. We'll never get a call versus Zach Wilson. But if you breathe on Mac Jones, they get the call, which is a big reason we're not seven to two right now. It's true. It's true. That was. It, there's no way to lose that game if that play stands up. That return. Think- the way the crowd was in it, up 17-3 at the half, getting the ball, that changed everything. And like I said, it happens to us a lot. But, hey, whatever happened this week, keep doing it. Um, six and three in the bye, everybody would have took that. It, Every single Jets fan would have took six and three. One up against Buffalo uh, at the break. Without hesitation. Hey, Wayne, what did you do during your bye week, during your time with the Jets? Did you chill at home? There was no Netflix, so you couldn't do the Netflix thing, I'm sure. Uh, did you ride AVTs in Cabo? I guess the Jets rode some AVTs in Cabo this past offseason. Is that true, or were they talking I, about the, the kid from the Giants? Oh, that's right. M- I don't know if that's where it happened. Oh, no. Who, who was it from the Giants? Esden, clarify, where'd you get the AVT in Cabo thing? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, what did you do back in the day on your bye weeks? Oh. Just the same situation. Spend time with the family. You just, you know, you can just lift and relax a little and don't have the game planning um, and watching a ton of film. Uh, and it comes at a great time because at this point, after what, nine games, you need a little break. You got to get, you know, refresh the legs. Um, everybody has bumps and bruises, but essentially it's just getting away from the game, but uh, not completely ignoring it. But just, you know, going at your own pace and then, you you know, you're right back into it a week later. Yeah. Legend Killer says, Robbie, if you look at the all 22, Sauce was burned on the final play. He wasn't burned. He was looking for the pick. He, he, knew, he knew he could recover. There's no way he can't recover in that situation. But if I'm a coach and I'm, I'm going to be nitpicky, I'm going to say, no. don't let anyone behind you in that situation. It's quarters. Listen. Don't let them behind you. Listen, there's no if. if if he dropped the pass and he was open, I'd say, yeah. But Sauce plays the way he wants to play. Yes. He the way, you know, it's it's tough to stay on top of a guy in that situation. You can't he just run down the field and hope that he's going to catch up to you. 
It's not yeah. it's not a thing. You have to cover them the way you would cover them, and you know you got safety help coming over the top. That's mm-hmm. it. it's quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have a guy next to you. He wasn't burned. He did it purposefully. Don't question a, a, a game winning uh, you know play. He can't now. You're really nitpicking, man. Come yeah, on. The guy yeah, lost in the sauce. Gabe yeah. Davis goes. Yeah. All right, folks. Yeah, Xavier McKinney. That's what it was. Giants joke. Um, yeah. All right, folks. Hey, we'll be back next week. Uh, by week, we'll see what the AFC looks like. Crazy enough, if the Bills lose, I mean, they play Cleveland, right? So it's unlikely. But if the Bills lose and Miami wins, Miami will be in first place for the time being because they haven't had their buy yet, right? Because they'd be seven and three. But hey, there's still a long way to go. It's a great division, both the AFC East and NFC East. Uh, check out jetsxfactor.com. Use discount code 80 to uh, get a nice discount in the subscription. Free 8x10 autographed Wayne Corbett signed picture. JetX Mobile on the App Store and Google Play. And uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the super chats. Thanks for commenting. Uh, Wayne, take us home. Yeah. Like I said, great win. Jets fans, be happy. Uh, we're going to be playing meaningful football in November which has been a while and, and into December. So we, you know, we got to be just excited as you can be, you know, uh, how it's been the last handful of years, last decade. So all good things to come, you know, thanks for coming out. Absolutely. Joe Douglas did his thing. Salah, like you said, Wayne, Salah, underrated thing. A lot of coaches are great with personnel. A lot of them aren't. Salah is one of those guys who is great with personnel and it's starting oh. to show. So bright future. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Thank you.